Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Bleep That Out. Bleep that shit out. You guys, we have an update for you. I don't know if you're going to be sad or happy. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I actually don't even know actually, what the update I'm is. I'm sad and happy. So we have decided for the meantime, for just a little bit, to go every other week versus once a week. Savannah's a little sad about it. Oh, yeah. I'm sad about it in the sense of... Obviously, I love to produce these and it's so much fun, but from a business standpoint, we really need to be honing in on our content and we're just both so busy all the time. We both have 24 hours in a day, but they get very, very full, very fast. So we really want to be focusing on fun content for you guys and just really expanding the Bleep That Out name further than just the podcast. You guys know we have huge dreams to take Bleep That Out to live shows, um, Bleeping With Besties on a monthly basis, but to do that, we need the time um and the energy I think that's the other thing yeah, is like being energy, mentally sure. mentally prepared for stuff like that and we really want to hit 2024 heavy especially if we want to be traveling it's just not realistic I mean and then we get into the mindset of like we're just shoving out content just to shove it out and that's not what we want to be doing either um because the listeners deserve a full episode the sit down where we know what we're talking about where we have the questions asked to us beforehand and we're not just sitting in a bed for 20 minutes talking about anything that we can come up with, which sometimes could be fun. It is fun for sure, but we just want more from this podcast. Um, so to hone in on that, we're going to go every other week. So yeah. if you are listening to Believe That Out this week, next week will be No Freaking Clues, and then the following week will be Believe That Out, so then the next week. So Abby's podcast is also doing the same on No Freaking Clues. So just a heads up there. And that'll be good for the month of December because there's so many things yeah. for December that we should focus on. We have a lot of giveaways coming up. So there's a lot of exciting things. And which we love. Which we love. It's going to be so fun. It'll make the holidays a little more fun for sure. Savannah's um, has been going for four days now. Yeah, this is the fifth day. I just put the fifth one up before this. So if you're listening to this, you will probably have a couple more days left. And then. Yeah, because I think it goes till next Tuesday, I think. Oh, really? Is the 12th. Yeah. Damn, is it already? Yeah. You probably are right. I think it's We're both checking Tuesday. our... Yeah, dang, a week from today. So, actually, this will be coming out on the 12th, so... You'll be starting go, the next day, right? Go enter her last day of giveaways today if you're listening to this. Human 2 is doing 12 Days to Christmas as well, and Savannah took the front half. I'm taking the back half of the 25 days, technically, 24 days. Mm -hmm. um, so, stay tuned there. We're very excited. There's some stuff coming there as well. Yeah, there's some fun things. You guys are going to have a blast, so yeah. stay tuned. You're going to be missing, well, not missing, but you're going to be on the last day of mine for this, and then make sure you're following Human 2, because I know some of those prizes, and I want to enter, so. Right. I'm like, <laughs> can we enter into these? Yeah, I'm like, so can I, like, make some so, spam accounts? I'd love to yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, Savannah and I, we've noticed, like, we love to give back in general, and I think a lot of people don't understand, um... A lot of stuff is donated. So we'll reach out to a brand and we'll say, hey, like, this is what we're doing. This is what the community is asking for. Would you be willing to donate? Like, a lot of people asked for vacuums, which was kind of interesting mm -hmm. online. And the, t the Human 2 team reached out to Shark, and Shark donated some vacuums. So I did just want to preface it there. If, you, again, you are listening to this, um, know that not all of it is coming directly from us. I feel like a lot of people think that yeah. we're just loaded. And I wish. I really do wish. Um, not to say that we are necessarily struggling in um finances but um I just wanted to say that because there's a lot of people out there that have been dming us being mm -hmm. like hey we know you're giving away a lot like can you help me with my mortgage and I'm like 
or here's a list of things that would be helpful, which honestly, I love getting the list because it's helpful yeah. when we like start to cultivate giveaways. So that's so fun. But yeah, it does because we both obviously like have the, the emotional sense of like we do want to help everyone, but it's not coming yeah. from just our wallet. And if we could, we definitely would. Right. If I was Jeff Bezos, I would be living a totally different life and you guys would be too because I would be sharing it with everybody. Right. You'd all be there with us. <laughs> right. We would all be on his yacht. Okay. He probably has enough room for a lot of people out there. Have you seen his yacht? It's massive. That thing's like bigger than a cruise ship. It's like the size of a small country. It probably is. It can hold the size of a small country. It probably can. <laughs> Literally. Speaking of um, small countries, how did you like Sweden? Give your recap. I loved Sweden. I thought it was cold and dark. Those are the yeah. two things that I was like, I didn't love. Even though going from cold to cold, like you mentioned, like at least it's somewhere new. So there is that. Um, but I, I actually loved the food. Like you said, mm-hmm. the people were nice for the most part. Um other than Ooh, you got that. your ring on today. Sorry, I just I noticed know. that. I was like, I got a ring. Look at you. Sparkles. Yeah. Sorry, I literally I just know. cut you off to say that. I'm My excited bad. for yours, though. I know. Me the ADHD is ADHD. I know. Today. I saw it because normally you only wear like a band. Mm-hmm. But I was like, ooh, she got her stack on today. I know. Getting some sparkles going. So I just said, mm, hello. I'm, like, I'm here. Just trying to keep up with that. That's blinding me every day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Karma Collective. Um, what was your favorite part about Sweden? I actually really enjoyed the food and the people. That is something when you go to Europe... I don't know what America's doing wrong with the whole tipping system or like underpaying, but everyone over there. So we were talking about their work life balance. They Mm -hmm. take very seriously as an American visiting. It's kind of frustrating because what everything closed at six. Yeah. Six. And then some days it was even four. Like, yeah. On the weekends it was like four or it could be two. The Mondays, everything was closed. Yeah. So as an American visiting, it's a little difficult because you're just so used to constant. I mean, remember we were in New York for fashion week and we were shopping at Sephora at 11 PM. Yeah. I was like, like, what the fuck? I was loving it. Great. I know I was loving it, but then I'm also like work-life balance is not realistic for those workers, but I did like that. And then every person over there, Mm -hmm. um, was just kind and they liked their job. They were kind to you. They were nice. They were welcoming. Uh, We didn't really have any bad experiences. Did you, do you remember one that I'm maybe missing? Um, other than the one that we talked about in the Sweden episode about the airport in Amsterdam. No, but the, the Uber drivers were maybe hit or miss. Yeah. Uber drivers were hit or miss. For them, and I feel like, um, but I feel like everyone at the cafe is like, everyone was just very yeah. kind and sweet, but quiet. I feel yeah. like, I feel like you can definitely tell that we're Americans oh, just yeah. by how loud we are and how like we talk with our hands. Whereas everyone is very quiet or quieter. That. I didn't realize that until we walked into a quiet room and I was like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we are loud. I was like, oh shit, I am a little bit loud. <gasps> it was cool. It was beautiful. Um, again, we, so I'm weird. A lot of people in the wintertime like to take a warm vacation. Like a beach vacation. But to me, that freaks me out and annoys me because then you're like, you take this warm trip and then you come back and you're freezing cold. You come back in a miserable mindset. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like you're like dreading coming yeah, back. Yeah. You don't want to go home. Yeah. But cold to cold, I'm like, oh, like it's just like this at home. Like it's just a fun new experience and I'm excited to go home. Yeah. And I also like going to warm places when it's warm back home. I, I don't know. You know, I can, when you put it like that, for sure, I do get it. I feel like also like, as we've mentioned, we're very blessed to go on yeah. multiple trips. So I could see how like, if you were going on one trip a year, how you'd want to go to the opposite place True. for sure. You're right. But I do see what you're saying. Cause it's like, for us, we usually just go. And this was the first vacation, like quote unquote vacation. We took all year. All year. So I'm like, actually I lied. I went to Europe in the spring. Oh, that's right. That's right. That one doesn't count. That, I wasn't there. Right. So what does it doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. That was your pre-vacation. Right. But no, I feel like most of the times like we're doing these trips, which are so, so fun, but we don't pick where we go. And so 
I've actually gotten used to it with you where it's like, we're not picking, we're just yeah going. And I kind of like that. Yeah. We ran into somebody the other day. I actually used to work with him and he was like, yeah, I just saw that you, like, I've seen you been vacationing all year long. And I was like, I would just like to let you guys know my job is so fun. It is so fun. But 90% of the trips I've taken this year were, were for either a brand. It was a brand trip. I was going for exposure, for networking. And again, it looks like it is so much fun. Yeah. But even Savannah and I had said, like, the whole reason we are so excited for Sweden is because I don't think we even got recognized out there. No. We? I feel like a couple of people at the airport, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Those couple people. But other than that, no. It was nice to just be. And not have to worry about doing makeup or hair or being fully on all the time. And yeah. I and re-wearing which, things. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I could wear like just leggings and a t-shirt, which, okay, we can do here in America. That's not what we're saying. And I want to also say that if you do see us in public, don't refrain from saying something. We want to meet you. But when we take all these trips, like New York Fashion Week, you literally woke up, you had to get ready, you're in a dress, you're in heels, like you're meeting people all day long. You're rushing, you're hungry. Like yeah. people think that, oh, it's New York Fashion Week, they're having so much fun. And it is so much fun and it's such a blessing and it's so cool to meet all these people and be in these rooms, but it's just different. You're running. You're running yeah. to get ready, change, change for another event, get ready, eat when you can. Like it's like you don't even get to be in the moment and be present. Yeah. So like kind of what you said just with Sweden, it's like we could just be present. And I, we went around the table that one night uh, talking about like our, what was our favorite things of the trip and all of that. I was like, you know, I feel like I got closer to each person on the trip, even though I'm close with all you guys. Like I got closer to each person that was there because we actually could like learn about each other other than like, sometimes I feel like we're so busy through the day to day, especially now that it's holiday season. It's like, we don't really take time to like get to know the people in our lives anymore because once they're in our lives, yeah. you know them, but it's like, do you like, there's so much more. When you spend a week offer. with somebody. It's different. Yeah. It's like they say to, well, some people believe in not getting or living with somebody before marriage. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no, I believe in that shit. Cause you learn a lot. Oh yeah. You learn a lot and you learn how to like maneuver through things. You learn like their quirks, which you might not know on different days. Like it's their bad crazy. habits. Right. <laughs> right. I don't feel like anyone had bad habits. Mm-mm. Do you think anyone had anything where it was like annoying? No. Peter. Oh, Peter. 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 My mom's husband. Um, I actually was like so fucking annoyed. He cooks all the time at his Does house. He? Yes. He cooks for them. I thought he didn't so cook. So maybe that's what it was where he didn't want to cook kind of like Eric maybe yeah but Eric was at least like bitch I cook every single day of my life I'm not yeah. cooking on vacation Pete literally would wake up and be like I'm hungry and I was like okay put a piece of toast in the toaster motherfucker your poor McFlurry oh my god yeah and then he was eating other people's food <laughs> at least it was Raphael's could you imagine if it was yours or mine we would have been so mad I, actually he technically did eat mine but we had already had other ice cream out and ready to go I so. would have been like it's open 24 hours the only place that's probably open 24 hours is this McDonald's and you will be going to get me my s'mores yeah. McFlurry okay <laughs> it was so funny my mom was like I'm so sorry he ate your food I was like it's okay we'll forgive him that was oh. an I will say that was annoying because I was like you guys make food or my mom came remember she woke us up with coffee she was like good morning girls yeah. and she had coffee she's like so what's the plan for today and we we're like oh what do you want to do she's like well pete's hungry <laughs> and i was like well crack an egg turn the stove on like i don't know what the fuck you want okay let me that also so share funny. we went grocery shopping and we had a ton of food in this house it is not like it was a bare empty kitchen where he no. was staring at an onion and was like what do i eat that's literally the funniest part because i remember when she came up and both of us just looked at we her and we you were like, spoiled yeah we're like oh wow thank you sheila thank you thank you and then you looked over and like as she said that you glitched in like the matrix and we're like 
I was like, I just got bamboozled. You're like, didn't we just go grocery shopping? Like, is there not a whole fridge of food down there? I got bamboozled and I was very upset about it. But no, that was, uh, it's, it's different when you travel with people because when you're in that closest space, there's bound to be like little things that you notice. But I would say everyone was a really good like travel buddy. Everyone kind of maintained their like cleanliness. Like there was no like slobs for the most part. Like it was really fun. Yeah. Everyone was assigned chores. Eli was responsible for the fire making. He made our fires for the sauna and for the house. Thank God he had that one because I would have not. I would have been like, sorry, guys, we're not going in the sauna. Yeah. They've Thank God, can. you guys. We actually never ended up linking that Airbnb. Oh, we yeah. should stitch some pictures or videos through this um, to show you guys. And then we should link it for you guys. Because if you ever end up in Sweden, you have to stay at this house. And or in that area. I will say yeah. you're not necessarily downtown Stockholm. You're 15 minutes out. But at the end of the day, I would rather be 15 minutes out and commute in and have a beautiful, comfortable, amazing home. We There are some days we didn't even leave the house, which was kind of our goal. Um, because, again, we just wanted to be... We just wanted to be, and um, th- there was stuff to do. The yeah. sauna, the fires, like, it was just amazing. Beautiful, read games. a book. Yeah. They were in Swedish, but, I mean, we did try. <laughs> they were in Swedish. We did try, but, you it know. It was. It was beautiful. But even then, like, we didn't need the games. Like, we were just able to, like, have conversations and just, like, just sit there and be present yeah. with each other, which was so fun. Yeah. It was amazing. I loved it. And Eric, every morning, would, like, wake up and reread his book out on, like, the such a cutie just sitting there yeah it was beautiful it was so much fun so they had tv the one thing i'll say is the wi-fi sucked yeah so i actually wanted to put that in his um review actually that's a good idea because that house is so big it fits that many people but it's like if everyone's on the wi-fi it does go really slow shoot even if there was one person on the wi-fi it sucked right i was off of it for most of the time because i'm like i'm gonna use my 5g might as well just i'm actually excited or eager not excited i'm eager to see what my phone bill is for this month i don't even want to look did you get to do the travel pass though yeah, but I only did it for my phone. Gotcha, gotcha. But if Raphael was connecting, I'm sure his was. And then I'm sure we probably both went over the amount that we were allotted. So, yeah, we're probably screwed. You know, I'm giving away some more money in my giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pay my Verizon bill? I, I got you. I'll pay your bill forward. I have more of your little note right, cards in my purse. Pay bill forward and help me out. Help the sister out. <laughs> no seriously oh my god that's so sad. I like a dreading bills, honestly. I don't think about bills until January. Christmas is just a happy time. Yeah. It's just happy time. <laughs> Girl, math. your rent paid. I <laughs> mean, no, it's fine. What's that song? Uh, I was on we let about a week ago. I got my ass off. My must do about a week ago. Something like that. You know what song I'm talking about? Yes, I do. And I'm like, I don't, I know. Yeah, I know what song you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. Anyways, where they're talking about not paying. Yeah. But I still can't pay it though. Yes, there we go. Yeah, there we go. All right, let's get this party started. We opened up some BTO questions and we got some good ones. We wrote them down. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Go first. Okay. Start strong and I'll sip my coffee. So Savannah and I have two different tactics. I like to just get asked the question with no train of thought. Um, And she likes to know the questions beforehand. So... So if I don't give good advice, that's why. <laughs> no, you know all of them. We said them. Oh, yeah, that's true. These ones we did. That's just good. Some weeks I don't let her know, and I just like, boop, boop, boop. I just ask them off. But if they're written down, then we at least know what they are. She's testing me. Okay, how to navigate splitting time with loved ones at the holidays. I feel like that's going to be a good one for you because your parents did get divorced when you were younger, right? Babies barking. Little baby um, Yes. My, mine was court-ordered that we had to be with my dad. 
um, because it was like the holiday break. So we got two weeks off. So I actually never spent a Christmas with my mom, actually still to this day, other than possibly like my first Christmas as a baby. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never seen her on Christmas. Has, have you spent time with Raphael's family on Christmas? No. So it's like for you, you haven't really like had to split because you had Christmas yes. always here. So w- with my dad's, we would split between my dad's side and my stepmom's side. Gotcha. Um, so how they maneuvered that was every other year was one family was Christmas Eve. The next was Christmas day. Some years would get a little fluky. say like Christmas Eve didn't work for somebody and we would do like new year's day or something along those lines. That makes sense. Um, honestly, selfishly, I have just always done it with my dad. So I've never really known another Christmas. So like I've never had to split the time. Mm -hmm. This is actually our first year last year. We did not set out Christmas. We ended up going. Obviously, my dad was just not there. This year just looks different. We don't know what we're going to do. So I don't know. I don't have advice on how to maneuver through that. You would probably be better at it. I feel like what we do, because I have two younger siblings. You have younger siblings as well and older sibling. But I feel like for us, now that we have like partners and significant others, what we like to do, and again, just depends on your family dynamic, but we will send out like a text saying, okay, we're doing our family celebration this morning. Whoever can attend, great whoever can attend let us know when you can come and like open your gifts or like we can have a family dinner so we just send out a text and do it that way my mom's side of the family is such a big family that we actually get together Thanksgiving and Christmas and most like I miss Thanksgiving just because I know I'm going to see him for Christmas and we just pick a random day this year it's in January where we all just get together bring a dish and oh fun call it good but my dad's family you really don't see and coast side of the family usually comes to our my mom's family Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So his sister, his brother, and then her kids usually come. And then Coast parents usually are in Florida. So we don't really see them. We haven't seen them in a long time, actually. I didn't know they lived in Florida. They do. They split their time. So they're like snowbirds. Gotcha. They go enjoy, and then they come back when it's nice here. I'll say the one thing that I want to, and I've learned this last year during the holidays, is be selfish. Um, and it's okay to be selfish. So meaning that, Spend your time where you want to spend your time. Your time is so unbelievably precious. But not only that, you do not have to buy gifts for anybody or everybody. Um, I think that this time of year is you put so much pressure on I have to buy Savannah a gift because I think she's probably going to get me something. So, like, I can't not show up with something. I get that mindset. Um, But also... I would rather say all pride aside and be like, hey, like I cannot get gifts this year. I can't make ends meet. Like Mm -hmm. I can, I need to pay my bills versus going in debt to buy Christmas gifts and still putting your bills on the back burner. It's just a different time of life. If you can afford and you want to give a gift, absolutely. Also something that is really big into gift giving and you and I are huge into this. We do not expect anything in return. So Mm -hmm. say for example, if I showed up with a gift for Savannah, and she didn't have anything for me, I would not be like, oh, that was okay. Well, like, I'll remember that. I'm more like, I'm so excited to give this to you. Like it, it shouldn't be that you ever show up with the intention of receiving. Giving is about giving, not getting. Um, but again, I just think it's very important to be selfish with your time, your money, your energy. And it's okay to say, I don't want to go to Christmas this year or, um, even for your mental space. I think that that, is something that like the year before I didn't go to Christmas because I was just like in my master's program and I'm like, I just can't, I can't be around people. I'm not in a good headspace. Like it's just not for me like socializing because my brain is somewhere else. Yeah. And I do think that's an important thing to highlight. And you know that the people that are really in your life for the right reasons, they're going to understand when you say, I can't get you a gift this year and it won't matter to them. If it does matter to them, that's red flag in my book for sure. Or set up like a, 
um, my stepmom's side of the family does Secret Santa. Yes. So you only have to buy for one person. We did that with my mom's side of the family too. Cause it's so much easier. The grandparents always get for all the kids mm-hmm. um, because they're just like that, which is amazing. But I think it's so much more fun too. And you're, you're very intentional. Yeah. You're not just buying just to buy shit. You're very intentional with the person that you got. And it's again, something like that. I don't love to give gift cards to close people. I love to actually pick for them. But if I'm buying for everybody, I would give them a gift card. I'd yeah. be like, here's a gift card. Like, I don't want to think about this. It's it saves you time. Yeah. And energy. And it's just a lot. So for yeah. sure. No, I agree with that for sure. The holidays are, they're always tricky. And I feel like they get trickier as you get older because life is also so hectic that time of year. Like companies are wrapping up their quarters. Like it's just a really hard time to be overwhelmed. Yeah. And I feel like this time of year, everyone is really overwhelmed. Yeah. So like you said, be selfish with your time, be selfish with your mental space. If people don't make you feel good, don't be around them. Cause I think that that is, that'll affect your psyche and your mental health too down the road. Absolutely. Okay. Your turn. No, it's going. It's going crazy. Ooh, death row meal. El Chiquito. <laughs> Not even like two seconds. Yeah, I don't literally. Need to think about that. I think that I would. I would go fancy with it. I would say that I would want pasta from Biaggi's in Maple Grove because that is so really? good. That's your top. Well, no, that was just my appetizer. Because if it's a death oh, row okay. meal, we're, we're going to go oh, through like okay. a whole meal. Then I'd say I want pe- like a one slice of deep dish pizza from Jets. Just, Ooh, that is fire. You know, just like, I just want a bite or two. Okay. A little, like, bread. So you're feasting. Yeah. Okay. If I'm about to die, I'm going to feast. Because weight okay. doesn't matter to me at that point. Right. I don't got some of my glutide in jail. Right. right. You'd be in prison, actually. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I would be on death row. There's that. That's how you know she wouldn't belong in prison or jail. <laughs> I would not. I would die. 19 convictions, no fel- or 19 felonies, no convictions. Prison and jail aren't the same, honey. <laughs> you know that sound? No. It's what we did in Sweden. Oh, yeah. I was like, why does it sound familiar? Yeah. Okay, continue. Okay, me. so we're at Jet's Pizza. You took a bite. Yeah, I feel like that. And then I would probably want ice cream, gelato from Italy, if I'm being specific. Okay. And fire. I'd want also. I'd want sushi. I'd want mac and cheese. Like, I'd want all my favorites so in one. So you just want a few bites of everything. Yeah. Just to savor your last few moments. Yeah. Okay. And the last few, like, things of food that I'll never get again because I'm going to die. I'm sticking with El Taquito. I, I love think, that. I don't think there's anything that I would be like. What about for dessert? Nothing. Nothing. Nerd bites. I need nerd bites. I thought you were going to say that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's nothing that I'm like overly to die for. I guess I would probably pick a cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory and or like a big moist chocolate cake. Yum. But other than that, no, El Taquito's it. Like I would just load the fuck up on El Taquito. I, love I can it totally so see it. Much. I can't wait to try it. You also are a person who can, like, when you get seated and you have a plate, you eat. Yeah. And I'm like, I eat one at a time. That is true. That is actually so true. I like to pick at all the things, but I don't like them touching. Like, the people that have Thanksgiving plates and their food's all piled. And they mix it? Yeah. Have I you can't. seen the people that literally mix it all? Yeah, I can't. I'm like, ew. I'm what like, are you eating? Fucking baby food? Right? I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Like, the plate looks like throw up. Ooh. Okay, if you could eat dinner with a past, present, or future person, who and why? Honestly, this it would... This one's too hard for her. She's going to glitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, she has too I, many options in her brain right now. I do. Well, I'm like, I yes, too many options, okay? I would probably say either the Kardashian family or Taylor Swift because I just want to pick their brains about business. I love that, actually. Yeah. 
I'd probably say one of those two. I would say Kim K is definitely the most work ethic of the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So, because you can't pick a family. So I would say her if yeah. you were going to go that route. Probably and Kim K. Or Taylor is very good too. Yeah. Um, Beyonce was another one that's really good work ethic. Oh, yeah. I always forget about Beyonce, but like. Because you don't hear about her until she drops something and then it's like Beyonce craze and it's like. Yeah. She's back in her hole versus like. Taylor's like constantly in the press. Same with um, Kim. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, it's probably because Beyonce goes and like, it's like a, does her like parenting and then like does her tours. And then she like, she's just music where I think Taylor Swift has so much else yeah. going on that she's like a brand in herself. Beyonce is too, but like you associate Beyonce with music, not like other, other things. things. Yeah. Who would you Jinx. choose? My dad, obviously. That's really like, Oh yeah. She's like, Oh Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, when I heard that, when I read that question, I was like, obviously that would be the only thing where my mind even grasps and my why is pretty obvious. Yeah. Pretty obvious. <laughs> pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. But that's a good if one. If I had to go outside of the Billy train, I don't know. It's hard. You got too many options. With 6 billion, whatever people in the world, there's a lot of options. Yeah. And past people, I see, I'm not, I didn't pay attention in like history and like all of that stuff. So I don't know like past people who I would really no, you no, know, I just want to sit with my dad and then never let him go. I'd be like, it's dinner. Here. We are eating forever. You're <laughs> oh, like, actually, I'll take Savannah's death row meal now. One right. We are having a feast, Billy. <laughs> oh, your turn. No, I read that one. You go. Oh, yeah, that's right. She said, oh, yeah, that's right. Favor, fa- oh, favorite winter activities. I got a drink. Get my two step. A drink. Get my two step. <laughs> actually we did have a dancing competition in sweden and that was fun yeah if you guys want to see those go to tiktok they're on i think Raphael's, right Raphael's got me doing the jerk yeah i have one of all of us doing random shit everyone was like savannah with the one twirl i was like i know okay so we this is so (laughs) random i was like we were playing music on the speaker and i was like you guys i'm gonna like just dance past the camera a couple times because i want to like compile this into a funny video well savannah got right between two songs it was like the end of one song and the start of another one where it's like slow and slow she's like i don't know what to do she literally did one twirl and then did like a hop people were like and then the other thing was like someone was like this is so fitting that aaron's head is cut off because he was too close to the camera right I was like, but you guys know it's them. So. What's so funny is I didn't even know you were videotaping it at first until I was done. And I was like, oh, there's a camera there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, walk past and then walk past again. <laughs> Everyone had a rule and <laughs> it didn't go to plan. Some of us did great. Others of us, not so great. A winter activity, I would say um, I like to go out more in the wintertime, which I know that sounds kind of shocking. Actually, I will say I used to like to go out more in the wintertime. Um, obviously, driving conditions are not as great. I like to do sporting events basketball is during the winter time we love basketball games with the burning passion it's just so much fun it's not even like necessarily like I love the NBA which I do yeah but it's just a fun date night it's something to do it's safe it's warm mm-hmm. um I don't know it's tickets are cheap like tickets yeah. can be cheap depending on like where you're sitting it's definitely something fun and different to do where you can actually still talk to people you're going with yeah. whereas like, like if you it. go to like a movie you're not really like able to talk with the people. Yeah. Or we like to host more in the winter time. Um, we've talked about doing like a pasta night. Haley brought up the idea of doing like a gingerbread house night fun. where we decorate those. I'm like, I don't know. It's just kind of fun just getting with your friends and just being 
in the house. Um, the only one downside is we live in a state where it's like it's hit or miss with the driving conditions. Yeah, but. that is true. I feel like most of us have four wheel drive cars, but even then, like sometimes it's just too slippery. Yeah. And just scary in general. You don't yeah. want to go risk it for the biscuit just to build a gingerbread house. You're like, yeah, fucking right. I can do that shit here. Like my FOMO might get me there. Though. Right. Right. She'll be there. No, um, I'm not, we're not like outdoor girls no. in the winter. I used to love tubing. Like tubing used to be so fun down like Buck Hill or like any of those like big hills, but yeah. I haven't been in so long cause it's actually like a chore and I don't have snow yeah. pants and like all that stuff that we used to like have as kids. Like I just don't have it anymore. Yeah. I also get nervous about injuries. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know it so sounds sad, true. but I've hit that age from like, when you realize how much you use everything, like your hands, yeah. you break a hand. I'm fucked. You're fucked. Or even if like you land on a bump wrong and like your lower back, like that shit hurts. You hit your head. Like there's just so many risks. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. You realize you're not invincible anymore when you get older. Yeah. No, unfortunately not. I love how this is on pink paper. Right. I know it matches perfectly. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good question for you, Savannah. Camera advice, how to be more confident slash photogenic and get more comfortable in front of it. That is definitely a multi- answered question just depends on like the level I feel lucky because when I was younger I did many coaching um opera like I did multiple coaching on like on screen modeling how to walk how to raise your shoulders like angles all of that I've had coaching on because before I wanted to be online I was singing I was doing other things modeling and so for me I actually do recommend going and getting a coach there's also things called life coaching and that's another program that I went through where they basically just teach you how to be empowered in yourself through every little avenue of life um, and some of those things I've definitely forgotten but some of those things I've taken with me through each step of the way and then I would say that with the online stuff I'm still learning about how to be present online I still struggle with videotaping in front of people like that's still something that I'm struggling with so I think that it's just it just depends what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with to start what I started to do is I've started to just well even before I was online I took videos on my phone but I would never post them like they were just in my camera roll of like me just talking to myself and that's how I got more comfortable how I felt like I learned which side I liked better which way I looked like which how I liked how I looked better all of that type of stuff. So I would say just take it literally a day at a time. If you're serious about making a career in on camera, coaching is a great way to do it. But otherwise, just practice. Like practice makes perfect. Talk to your phone. You don't have to post it. Um, look up YouTube videos on how to walk. That's what I used to do before I had coaching. I was like, how, how do, do I walk? walk? <laughs> how do I walk at, like a with a blare like lights and music and all of that? And so there is a lot to it. But go in your room, practice it because practice does make perfect. And yeah. there's a lot to be said because it's good. Even if you feel like you're not doing a good job, you're going to be more comfortable, which automatically is going to translate on camera as you're comfortable. Yeah. And that's a, the advice of doing just drafts and stuff. Just getting more confident and comfortable is great. I don't have advice on that. I'm just a different human being. I naturally just don't care. Um, if you follow me on TikTok or anything along those lines, Instagram, you just see that I literally will post anything and everything. There is nothing too embarrassing. So, but I'm just different and everyone is allowed to be different, but it just means that I don't have advice for it because it's just naturally in my personality characteristic traits that I just yeah. don't really care. Um, and some people are just more outgoing and that's just something that they gravitate towards. Like your personality is very like outgoing. Like you like to be like 
you know, on camera, you like to be out, you like to be social, like all of that type of stuff. Whereas some people are just more introverted and there are different ways that you can be introverted online. Like I was actually reading a post the other day, how they said, if you're introverted, start with taking videos and pictures of other things besides yourself Yeah, and start posting comfortable Mm -hmm. using your camera. Yeah. And so get comfortable that way and then slowly start integrating, you know, like little pieces of yourself in photos that you Even like. Even a voiceover or something along those yeah. lines. Just getting more confident and comfortable. And just posting for yourself. I've said that so many times. If you're doing it for yourself and your intentions are pure, you will never fail for the simple fact that even if you are not the next Alex Earl, you were just happy to be posting because it was for you. Who cares who's watching it? Who cares if you're going viral? But if your intention is all I want to do is go viral and grow and be the next Alex Earl, then you're going to struggle because in general, you're setting unrealistic expectations and you're just not confident nor comfortable in the things you're doing online. So. Amen. Ready? Yeah. Was my turn? Yeah. Okay. That sets cute. Thank you. I got it from Fashion Nova. Really? Yeah, and it's super fucking comfortable. Raphael loves Fashion Nova. I used to love them, and then I went through a phase where I didn't like them at all, and now I'm, like, obsessed again. I don't I know why. You on there. You do. We, sh- we can shop. Yeah. Actually, you should put a cart together, because I feel Actually, like you dig better on Fashion Nova than I do. Oh, yeah. I scroll, and I know what to search, because I know what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll shop for you. You don't have to tell me twice. Okay, let's see. What is your favorite memory with Raphael? That's actually really funny when they ask that question. Someone asked the question, what's the favorite memory with Raphael and Bill? So Savannah's actually never met my father. Um, so we took off Bill from that one. And I just wrote with Raphael. I think you should go first with this one. What's your favorite memory with Raphael? <sighs> Trying to think. <laughs> that man's a fucking clown. <laughs> Every memory with him is either traumatic or funny. There is, and that's the thing is like, there's multiple situations where I can remember. The first one when I, oh God. this was actually at, he had, I think we were going out to eat after. That's what it was. And so you guys had come into the spa together. We were going to go out to eat. This was the first time meeting him. I didn't realize he was so tall. And so the first, and he was stoic as fuck. And this big guy just walking towards me was like, oh my gosh. I was like, he's so intimidating. And then he started talking. I was like, okay, yeah, you're like a big teddy bear. So that was my first interaction. I was like, oh no, I'm scared. But I would say probably I love... My favorite memory is watching your guys' love, to be honest. Like, it's your guys' banter is just so cute. Like, even in Sweden, I'm like, I was sitting on the bed, and Raphael was sitting on the uh, side thing, looking outside. Catherine was in the bed. There would just banter back and forth. I'm like, Mom, Dad, Mom, Dad. Savannah has said that forever. She's like, you guys literally, we get this a lot, actually. You guys know a lot about me, but when you see Raphael, people, like, put this own narrative of, like, who he is as a person but when you get him, like, the real raw version of Raphael, he's literally me and a man. <laughs> it's literally. so fucking funny. Literally. It's so funny. And that's one of the biggest things because, okay, so when we first started dating, his there were some people in his family who actually didn't like me because... Why? You are him the, and he is you. <laughs> okay, but Raphael showed a different side. Like, Raphael's not ever really been truly himself. Yeah. And at least to my knowledge... And um, exactly like what you said, he gives this facade to the world. But then when you get him broken down, you're like, oh, this man is a clown. Like, he's just fucking hilarious. He's sarcastic as hell. Like, he banters back and forth just as much. He bullies everybody. Like, he literally is the funniest fucker I've ever met in my life. But when we first started to got together, like, I've always been me. Mm-hmm. I've always been that way. Like, I don't care who I'm around. If you're new, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if this is, like, my boyfriend's family, because obviously he was my boyfriend at the time. And um, I just didn't care. And he was actually reached out to by a couple people in his family that were like, ooh, she's a little, ooh, she's a little much. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting here like, fuck you guys, because he's actually worse. 
worse. Like, have you seen him? I know. But it, it did actually, like, we sat down because I was actually, we kind of, um, it really got to me. Especially, I'm like, we knew we wanted to be with each other long yeah. term. So, I was like, I don't want to be marrying into a family that doesn't approve of me nor like me. And uh, he was just like, it's just different cultures. Like, I was just raised differently. And I'm finally, like... Because around my family, he's able to be himself, like completely open, mm-hmm. real, raw. Like he's a fucking clown, you guys. I can't imagine. Like, I, like literally the same person. It's the so, same person. It's so funny, especially when people like make fun of me online or they're like, you're such a bitch. Like your husband should divorce you. I'm sitting here like, bruh. Little do you guys know. Like, I don't like, care. I run with the I run with the narrative. I don't care. It's so funny. It's so funny. So I'd probably say that because I feel like I feel like in today's culture, a lot of people a lot of people use people or their relationships to social climb, but you two are just such genuine people. And I will say that that's probably my, that's probably my favorite memory of him is just watching your love and watching him love you because he loves you so dearly that it's like, Mm -hmm. even at like your bad days, he might make them worse and you guys might argue, but at the end of the the day, I don't question if you're being taken care of. I know you're taken care of. So that's like good coming from like a friend who does, you know, and who lives 45 minutes away from you. Yeah. I like to know that you're safe. I'm protected. I'm never worried about her. Um, okay, so my favorite memories with Raphael, and I'm going to include Savannah in this because I'm not making it about my marriage. Um, oh, no. So Maybe my you should. Favorite, my favorite is us all on vacation. It's always so much fun. Um, Raphael is fucking a different person on vacation. That motherfucker is the funniest person I've ever vacation met in my Raphael life. Is very different. It's so funny. So Mexico, he was just a literal clown. And he was just himself. He finally, like, you could tell he signed off from work for the week. Like, he was just Mm -hmm. present and felt comfortable around who we were around. Another one was Austin, Texas. He was really fun when we went out that night. One of my favorite parts about Raphael is, so, like, your husband doesn't go out with us Mm -hmm. or travel with us. But Raphael is always, like, part of the group. But, like, he signed, he doesn't, he didn't sign up for, but he signed up for being the husband of the group yeah he's very protective of her he's very like constantly watching out even when mm-hmm. we have Aaron and Eli with us like he's always watching Aaron and Eli he's even said like Raphael comes in different shoes and obviously being a black male like he's had a yeah. different lifestyle than you and I have had as white females but walking around like he's always watching out for Aaron and Eli making sure nobody's like mm-hmm. looking at them like with wrong eyes yeah. like just like judging them for being a gay couple like stuff oh. like that Raphael is very protective um, and I just love that. I love that for us because mm-hmm. I just know that like you and I can literally just live and be and not have to worry. Sometimes it is annoying because he is too much. Yeah. Um, and that's like, that is the one downside about going on vacation is like us two girls are just wanting to like go live our best lives. And he's always vibe killing it. Um, and, and we'll literally not be with, like, he's calling. We're right. He's always with at this point because we've gone cussed out for the last time we went out together. Anyways, bleep that out. I don't know if there's like a favorite, favorite memory, but like we just literally just die laughing together all the time. Um, There's always like every vacation, there's always one day where we hate Raphael and there's one day where we literally are obsessed with him and we can't stop laughing and our cheeks hurt and our abs are growing. It's Um, so true. But that's just every and any marriage. So it's so true. I love that he can be part of the group though. Like that is, that is one thing that's so nice. And I do always feel safe because I'm like, I don't have to worry. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to fuck with him either. Right. Right. Somebody (laughs) come get him. But he's a really big teddy bear, but also don't fuck with him. He's not. He's the type of person that you can tell that if you fuck with someone that he cares about, it ain't going to be good for you. Game over. You're done. Mm -hmm. You're You're done. done. (laughs) Bleep that out. Uh, favorite thing about Minnesota Minnesota um I would probably have to say 
the change of seasons. I really love the seasons here. I think that is something so beautiful. I love the leaves. I think it's just so peaceful and it's a fresh start. And I do love the people. I feel like from everywhere that I've traveled, you can, Minnesota nice is definitely a thing. I feel like, yeah, we're passive aggressive as fuck, but I also feel like we're very nice. We smile at people. We make eye contact for the most part. I feel like some of the places that even like you and I have traveled, like New York, the airport, people have their head down. They're busy. They're just going, going, going. I like that. I feel like here people do make time to just, you know, give you a smile, say, hey, like compliment your outfit randomly. Like, I feel like we don't get that anywhere else. Those would be my two answers too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's like what Minnesota is known for. Um, their summers are actually really nice too. I know that goes into seasons, but that yeah. is one thing I do love about Minnesota is these motherfuckers were going to, they will be out from dusk till dawn and you'll have the best summer of your life from <laughs> Ju- June to September. Like they going to be outside. Yeah. They're going to be throwing some sort of activity in the park. I'm like, okay, right. There's always something to do with going on in the summer, in the summer, in the yeah. winter. It's a different beast. We're sitting at home drinking your turn. <laughs> oh yeah. I forget that I have to pick one too. That is one thing like moving out of Minnesota. I'm like, I just asked Raphael. I was like, it's just different. Like any city is going to have different yeah. things, but I'm like, are we really ready to let go? Like, are we doing this? And he was like, we're doing this. I was like, okay, we're doing this. You're like, okay. It's one of those things that moving will never be easy. Yeah. As you get older, you have yeah. so many things. Like there's so many things to move that the thought of moving gives me anxiety because I'm like, okay, like not only do you have like a house, dogs, but you have like, for me, I'm like, I have you licenses. You have a lot of stuff yeah. too. Oh yeah. You're tied in Minnesota for sure. I'm tied because I'm like my nursing license, my esthetician license. Like it takes time to get all that figured out. Okay, moving on. What do you want to know about your future self? I don't know. It's kind of hard, actually. Honestly, this is a really hard question because I would almost say I don't want to know because I feel like it could change who I am today, if that makes sense. I think the biggest thing is I would just want to know if I'm like, if everything I'm doing now is worth it, which it will be no matter what, because I love what I'm doing now. So I would probably say nothing. Part of me wants to know how long I'm going to live. I know that sounds really fucked up, but I get when you lose somebody randomly, because it was random, Mm -hmm. especially it being like your direct blood. So anything that he went through could be genetic. I go into my head of like, how much time do I have here? Yeah. Because I mean, you've, heard of relationships where the guy's 30 and he loses his life I could not live with myself like I don't know what the fuck would happen if something happened to Raphael but also something that terrifies me is me dying early yeah and early I mean like before 80 oh I know and that's the sad thing is like I don't think I'd want to know because I feel like I would live every day I just want to know if it's long like do I have a long time here or do I have like a little bit of time here like I don't know 10 year increments like do do I make it to my 40s to my 50s 60s see I wouldn't want to know that like I would just want to know like am I here for a long time or am I here for a good time I guess like I'm gonna have a good long time or I'm just gonna have a good time like what do I gotta prepare for how many yeah I just I don't know you're right I don't want to know I don't know if I want to know. But I get what you're saying because either way, every day you're thinking in the back of your head because you did lose someone close to you that was, you know, like a sporadic, like out of nowhere. Yeah. So I do think that that that's always in your head no matter what. And even if you knew that that would be in your head anyway, because that's something that's part of that healing because going through that is so, it's something that your brain, the human brain can't understand. It drives me nuts. It's just like, I think the one other thing is we give back so much, like you Mm -hmm. and I both, and we spend a good amount of money to do so. And this is one thing I wouldn't want to know, but I kind of do want to know. Am I going to go through a hardship in the future where I have nothing and I lose everything? Like that's something I would really want to know because I would be way more Mm -hmm. conscientious of what I'm doing um, and more selfish with my money. 
But I also feel like money will continuously flow to you if you are doing it, doing the right things with it. So I get a little bit in my head there because like um, Raphael and I were just talking about our meeting on Friday. I was going to say Raphael probably is like, then live like we're going to lose it all, baby. And he does want to live like that. We're meeting with our financial advisor on Friday and um, I was, we were just talking about like, fuck, you know? And I was like, I don't know, like what, but I also don't want to lessen what I do and give back to the community because I'm like, we are wealthy and abundant in certain things right now. So it's like, I want to continue to spread that because nobody needs to live. Like we, we could live off of a very, very small amount of money. So anything that we well, really, like, we're very diligent with our bills. And, like, we didn't have a car for three years, yeah. but we still saved the payments. Like, we did. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, we're very financially literate. But I'm also, like, if I knew that, like, we were going to go through a hardship in five years, I would yeah. literally, like, shut down all walls. I'd be like, no. Like, I'm done. I'm preparing for the apocalypse. I don't know. Like, I don't want to work. I guess that would I be t- something else. I totally get what you mean. Because that is something that it's, like, just to prepare for some of those but if you knew it was coming, you would be like selfish. And then you're like, damn. So yeah. it's like, I'm not really here to fulfill my purpose. That's what I'm saying. Like it'll change me yeah, in the day to day. So I don't think I could know. Exactly. Cause we were talking about this the other day about like how you remember when you would go to church, you're supposed to give 15%. Yeah. Like that's what the Bible says, like to yeah. give back to your churches. In my mind, God loves everybody. Jesus loves everybody. Like yep. we are all children of God. Right. Whether you go to church or not. Yeah. So like, am I wrong for not giving my 15% back to the church, but I'm giving my 15% back to God's children. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, agree. I could not agree more. I still want to give back, but it's like, yeah, if I were to know like one day Raphael loses his job and my social media plummets and we lose our house, we lose our cars. Like, how do we feed our dogs? Like, what if we have a kid? Like, I would be like, damn, I should have done this five years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I'm selling my body at that point. (laughs) Right. Feet pigs. (laughs) This one's fucking hilarious. Okay, what's your favorite strain and how often do you take gummies? <laughs> you guys, listen oh, here. Dead. We do be loving our gummies. I can't even lie to you. I don't even know. Savannah's the one that would know this answer. I personally either like a hybrid or I like the sativa. I See, think. I fucking knew she would know this I, answer. I just take what she gives me. <laughs> I think that's what I say. We've gotten to the point where I'm like, Savannah, that was good. Can you actually pick me up some? <laughs> <laughs> literally well and it's different because each place each place yeah. in minnesota has different stuff they all don't have the same brands it's kind of weird um but i would say those because it makes me like happy and cheery i don't like to have like i've heard that the indica makes you more like a downer more relaxed and like for me i don't like that i like to happy like have that like happy like light so, feeling okay so indica and sativa are thc right yeah but it's like i feel like the d- the Delta 8 strains, at least they still have it on the bottle, or the Delta 9 ones where they say sativa or indica base. Like, I think it's still part of it because it's still on the bottle. See, I don't get, I don't, That's, get it. I don't know much about it, but I know that those are the two strains and I like the sativa one better. Okay. And I don't take them. I take them usually mm, two to three nights a week. I don't take them on days that I inject the next day because sometimes I get a little like Yeah, loopy. I don't like waking up high the next morning. Sometimes I'll wake up high and I'm like, oof. Yeah, and then your whole day is off. That sucks. So it's like I've learned to take them early. Yeah. And not retake them if I'm not feeling it. Just go yeah, to bed. Just go to bed. Yeah. I don't know. I would probably say every few nights, same thing. If I yeah. have something to do in the morning, because there was that one time I took, remember over the summer I took one yes. too late at night. I could not sleep. So I finally took one like 2 a.m. And I literally was higher than a kite when I woke up. I couldn't even drive. I was like, Raphael, you have to take me to the studio. And then we came to film. Yeah. And she pulled up like this. <laughs> I was like, hi, I'm fucking hungry, man. <laughs> oh, that was right. so funny. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. And if you take gummies, nobody's judging you. Um, I feel like weed is like something that a lot of people shunned upon for a long time because it was illegal. And I don't know. Uh, yeah. And I feel like too, I feel like if you're doing it safe and responsibly, 
like with alcohol, it's a I legal thing. I was just thing. about to say, alcohol, I think, is worse. Yeah. I would say alcohol I judge is people worse. that are like a bottle deep a night. I'm like, take a fucking gummy and chill. Like, I would way rather take a gummy because there's no yes. hangover the next day. Not only that, but like alcohol brings out a really bad side. And it's not that I'm saying gummies are great for your body, but I'm yeah. sure they do less damage than a fucking bottle of vodka. Oh, I can't even imagine. That hurts my stomach just thinking about it. Ooh. Okay, five things you can't live without. Five, only five. Only five. Only I was like, five's five. a lot. I can live without a lot. Um. Well, are we counting necessities like food, water, shelter? Because there's three. No, let's go. Let's go individual to us. Okay, so we all have our need. Okay. I would say. Can I guess your five and you guess my five and then say your five and then I'll say my five? Okay. Savannah can't live without skincare. That is one thing. She would pick Botox over anything her dog um but he's gonna go one day so she can technically live without him so i'm gonna start back he's never gonna go to skincare (laughs) yeah so i think she's not getting i'm cloning that bitch um she needs coffee she needs a caffeinated beverage she needs what else do you need i definitely could see you needing a pair of fuzzy socks oh yeah i love my fuzzy socks yeah i I thought you're gonna say you i'm like well you're right (laughs) Um, no, I'm trying to be really realistic. Um, so I'm at four. Four. What else do you need? That's the hard part is like need is just so different. Oh, am I only at three? Well, you did Botox, skincare, skincare Botox, dog. Dog, um, slippers or fuzzy, fuzzy socks. socks. What's something else that you can't live without? This bitch would die without pasta. If you took away pasta or pizza in the world, she would kill herself. And it, I'm not being traumatic. She true. would probably find a state where she can inject herself and just fall asleep. Organ. <laughs> <laughs> or see, she's thought about it. It's so true. I'm like, okay, what would your five be if you had to pick for yourself? Um, definitely my skincare for sure. Botox, 100. percent Just because it helps my mood. You know, if I look good, I feel good. That's my mentality. I love it. Um, definitely, honestly carbs pizza pasta that's like my oh, its own food group to me yeah I feel like that genuinely yeah. is a happiness for you and I'm not trying to be funny like it people, is food is a happiness for some people yeah. and like obviously everyone needs food but like you don't need pasta to live for the rest of your life I do she does <laughs> I do she would be a crabby hangry bitch if she didn't have pasta at least twice a week I wouldn't honestly it's because most of the time I feel like I'm going 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 and then I'm like when I eat it's like a big meal and I and want it to be exciting. a good meal. We like yeah. food. You and I like food. So I de- like we definitely are foodies. Food, it like makes you happier. Yeah. And if you're going to go out and like spend money, I'm going to get something I like and it's mm-hmm. going to be a carb for sure. Um, my dog, a hundred percent, 100%. And then I would probably say the last one. This is just really hard. It is hard. I probably would say. In a non-apocalyptic situation, my planner, because that is like my lifeline. Like I have everything in my planner. Ooh, that's a good one, actually. I didn't uh-huh. think that. You are a planner, girly. Mm-hmm. So that would be like, that would probably be my last one. You're five. Oh, shit. Yeah. What do you got for me? Wait, I said coffee and fuzzy socks. So I was wrong with coffee and fuzzy socks. I definitely could. Coffee could be on that list for sure. And fuzzy. They both are something that I can't live without. But if I had to choose five, it would be those five. Okay. I would say for you, slippers. Literally, when you said fuzzy socks, I was like, oh, your slippers for sure. Um, El Taquito. That's something I could just see you like 
if that's a death row meal, you couldn't live without it because obviously you're going to die. I could because uh, like if you were to say tacos in general, I would be like, ooh, you got me there. <laughs> El Zaquito, I feel like I could, I could find a substitute. You're picky with your tacos too. I am, but I will. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Okay, and then your dogs, 100%. You would die for those dogs as any dog mother would. Yeah. I feel like. Raphael, for sure. I don't know how you'd function without each other. I feel like you both would just be so lost in the world without each other. That's something I could never even imagine because you guys both need each other so much. It's just, it's hilarious. I wish you guys could see it. And then the last one, I would probably say your circle. You, you're definitely heavy on the people that you care about. And I feel like that's something that when you're in it with someone, you give them everything and more like you would give the shirt off your back to people that you care about. And so I feel like that's something you couldn't live without was like your circle of people. Okay, so you said... Slippers? Slippers, tacos, Raphael, dogs. Okay, circle. Raphael, 1,000%. I, if that man were to go before me, I don't... I'd have to commit you. I physically can't even think of that. Like, that's such a... I know a lot of people are so scared to lose their spouse, but, like, you could live without yours. Like, mm-hmm. you're very... I am not that kind of girly. Yeah. That man... And it's him specifically. Like, a man in general. Like, if Raphael were to go, I'm not the one to be like, oh, I'll find somebody in the future. No. Mm-hmm. I would literally, like... I would fly myself to Oregon and shoot myself up. Um, I'm being so serious. I actually 100% can vouch. I feel like that would is exactly what would happen. So serious. My circle as well. I am a, again, back into like, I'm not independent. I rely heavily on, I like to get other people's opinions because I know like a lot of my emotions get too involved too fast. So I like to like bounce things off of people. Um, I can live without tacos. I could actually. I can't imagine. I wouldn't want to, but. You're like, it wouldn't be a great life, but. The girls, I love them dearly more than anything in the world, but I could do without because I I have the mindset that they're going to yeah. go one day. Yeah. So I know that. Uh, one thing that's on my list that's pretty high up is my car, a car in general. Like, I, yeah, I didn't think about that. I cannot, I am not the girl to live, unless I were to live downtown New York City and I did not need a vehicle. Yeah. Other than that, I absolutely love to have my own freedom. I love to get in a car um, and just be able to yeah. go. That is something I'm very passionate about. So that's three my credit card right <laughs> um Raphael's gonna listen and be like oh no you bitches can live without those god it's hard when you think about it like when you're genuinely like what do I want I, d- I would actually put like tacos slash food high up yeah not necessarily like food just to live like whatever just like nutrients ex- like, like foodie food. I just love food yeah I, I really love experiencing do. new places that's what I love about like going out with you guys is we're always trying something new or mm-hmm. trying to yeah so what is that for? Yeah, it's hard because like even a car is technically like a not a basic necessity because we're so lucky and blessed to have a car. But it's like one of those things that's like I almost think of that as a basic necessity because I use it every day. But you're right. Like a car is heavy on the list. Oh, fucking duh. My phone. I'm so like people are like, I thought that was daily necessity. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, but that's not for some people. Yeah. What um what was ha- oh, the other day we went to that class. Right. And there was a locker in my girlfriend was like, put your phone in like, or she's like, yeah, you can put your phone in your locker. I was like, no, no, I'm yeah. bringing it into the class with me. I do not care. Like I will not. And then she was like, okay, like, are you addicted much? And I was like, no, my, this is my yeah. lifeline. Like my job is on here. All of my photos are on here. Like this is, I genuinely, I'm yeah. one of those people that like, I can't function without my phone. I would, and I, I would I get agree. mad. I get 
mad. That is something that pisses me off beyond all belief is when my Wi-Fi is shit. I pay way too much fucking money to have fast Wi-Fi and my phone service. I pay way too much fucking money to Verizon for them to have dead spots. Our neighborhood is a dead spot. You got to bleep that out. What else you got to bleep out, girl? Oh, my God. I get like that's something that physically makes me angry because I get so pissed off that like people are working and paying their hard earned money to have something. Mm -hmm. And a company is like, oh, sorry. Or like your Wi-Fi situation. That shit would boil my blood to the point where I would want to go physically in person and speak with somebody. Oh, Coast almost did because we were just that's how mad I get. Like I genuinely it's it's almost like robbery or fraud. I'm like, I literally am paying for something that I'm not getting like that shit boils my blood. It's so bad. And I can attest to that because when we were in Sweden and our Wi-Fi was terrible and we were trying to upload the podcast episodes because we were still trying to get those out we all had to get off Wi-Fi and it was I was still like everybody slow. off <laughs> I was like, literally was like everybody now or like Eli was trying to upload stuff for his Black Friday yeah. so I was like everybody off because there's certain th- like it does take priority I don't give a fuck if you're watching yeah. a football game or if you're scrolling TikTok if he's got business to do get the fuck off yeah because then we all can and enjoy I'm not the day. scared to tell somebody that <laughs> like Savannah what were you doing and I was like you were doing something on your phone and I could tell that like you were oh, oh God, I think it was probably doing? editing one of the maybe this one of the skincare ones or something and it was just funny because I could tell that like I, I didn't know if it was serious that you were like uploading it or if you were just editing it and I was like everybody get off wi-fi she's she like did. no it's okay I was like no get off like that drives me nuts but Austin oh, Texas I, we yeah. had the best wi-fi ever and I'm sitting here like every house needs that I should call and ask them what Actually, they put in that can bitch. you please because yeah. I think that that's what we need for our future like, homes because that was insane insane sorry we are getting oh we're getting close we're getting close okay how do you guys stay so positive that's actually a really good question I love that one that is a good one that's a hard one too I think the first rule to life and as soon as you learn it it'll change your life not saying that either of us are perfect but I think both Savannah and I try to live by this your mindset is everything and it affects everything Um, so if you can get into small habits to shift your mindset out of negativity and into positivity, it could be, we've talked about this many times. Mm -hmm. It could be literally anything, taking a shower when you first wake up, whatever sparks something in your soul to make you happier. Um, and again, I still get angry. Like Rafael and I still argue, Svan and I still argue. There's times where it's like there, I'm not saying be this picture perfect Barbie girl, um, that has no emotion and shows up with a smile on your face. Like it's okay to feel your emotions, but also to recognize when Mm -hmm. you're letting it consume you, um, and just finding small ways to shift. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself, honestly. And I do think that it depends on the situation you're in. And sometimes those situations are temporary, but you have to go through them. So Mm -hmm. like for me, I had a really hard time when I was in school. Like it was really hard for me to stay positive in those situations because I would see everyone out doing things and I, couldn't because I had papers or when I was even out and about, I couldn't be present because the papers were weighing on me and all the other things I had going on. So I think in those situations, it's like, yes, you have to be there. And sometimes it's hard to stay positive, but who you're around will change your mindset. Because even if your mindset can't be full 100%, the people that care about you help pick you up on those days because you're doing that for them too. So I think align yourself with people that align with you, but you're not going to be able to do that until you align with yourself first. Like you said, I think it's also, so for example, your your example right there being just recognizing how blessed she is to even be in school or to be furthering her education how many people are out there that can't do that and that can go with anything and everything so when my dad first passed like it was the worst thing to ever happen I was really negative I was really angry at the world I was angry at him I was angry at everybody and the further I've gotten I've said to myself I don't think I would be in these shoes today if my dad wasn't upstairs guiding us so 
again, changing your mindset because I could still be a very spiteful, angry in a hole somewhere girl. And that's okay too. If like, that's how you're feeling, but it, it is our own responsibility to come out of that and say, it is up to me to change this. Um, and that could go with literally anything that you go through. So just taking a look in the mirror and being like, okay, how long am I going to sulk? How long am I going to sit here and be angry? How long am I going to be pissed Mm -hmm. at the world that I have a paper, but you signed up for it. And like, you're blessed to continue to be in that position. Um, and there's always a better outcome on the back end. I will say that like losing my dad, unfortunately, do I want to sit here and say, if I could get him back, I would do anything to get him back. But again, I also recognize that I'm in the shoes that I'm in today because I lost him. The growth that I've had just individually, the strength I've had to go through and learn through, but also again, he's upstairs guiding. So really anything. I love that. I I think there's one left. Oh yeah. All you did you read the last one or did I? I don't know. Go I for think it. you did. I who cares? One of us did. One of us. Favorite song. Sing it. Oh fuck. Samantha, you go first. I honestly I, hold hold, please. Pause. She's I honestly Fun fact Savannah Brennan is on all streaming apps. I am. Perfect. And I'm gonna be back in the studio soon, I hope. I wanna get some more stuff out there, but Honestly, I hate being put on the spot, so I could not tell you my favorite song right now. I don't have a favorite song. I never have a favorite song or a favorite movie. I'm like, each one just brings different emotions to it. The one I posted on my TikTok's been stuck in my head, but I don't remember even the name of that one. I think it's called Bigger Person. By, I think that's what it's called. But that's like a, not on the radio. It was like on a random playlist on Apple. I can't tell you my favorite song right now. I've been loving. What are some artists you love? Besides Drake. I do love me some Drake. I love, this is going to be so bad. Raphael's going to be like, you motherfucker. I love Kevin Gates. I was going to say, I was <laughs> waiting for that. I was waiting for it. I love Kevin Gates. <laughs> oh my God. He's so funny, but Raphael hates him because of how reckless he is. I always love putting putting on, like if I've got people in the car, you know how like you got people in the car playlist and you yeah. got like yourself playlist. If I have people in the car, I always go for like Migos. Everyone always love Migos. They get like the party jump in the lumineers i love they're like a good yeah classic to just have on in the background taylor swift you can literally know never go wrong with i've actually been gravitating towards some miley cyrus older stuff i don't know why oh really um just the last few weeks yeah or like the last week really um i feel like sometimes when you're in like stores and stuff and you hear some of the old music that like we grew up in of our teenage years I'm like that actually is yeah. kind of fire all over yeah. again like i was just playing wake up america oh my god yeah i was playing that album yeah, the seven things I hate about you. Your yeah. hair, your eyes, your only vibes. <laughs> um, who else do I really gravitate towards? Actually, you know what we should be doing is looking up who we played last. Oh yeah, who did I play last? Miley Cyrus, Essentials Christmas, Tyga. I do be loving me some Tyga. Tyga's actually come out with some new Taylor Swift, stuff. Kevin Gates, Julia Brennan, Fergie, oh, hey. Savannah Brennan. Oh, hey. Beyonce, Jason Aldean, James Bay, Big Sean is literally my last searched people. I so there you have it there, folks. Never search people. Let's see. But I... Oh, do not? No, I just honestly, what I do when I'm in the car, I go to the listen now on Apple and I just click like new music and I just click that. I wish they had like the thing where they could tell you what your most listened to thing was. Oh, that would be amazing. I really like... Um, uh, 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 oh, wait. What? What's the... Oh, Party Alone. He's actually from here. I'm really? obsessed with his voice. Yeah. Jack Harlow. I also love... Billie Eilish is always a good one. You do like Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. So does Raphael. Jessie um, Jesse Murph, too. I like her. She's amazing. 
Those are like kind oh, of look. Post Malone. So if you click on your most listened to, oh my God, this Where? is sad. Go to your, let me see your phone. Ready and share your music. It'll like bring you up to the thing. Oh shit. Oh shit. Okay. So here's mine. Top artists, 945 total artists, Taylor Swift with 2,166 minutes. Then the next. So clearly I'm a Taylor Swift girly because the next one is the Lumineers for 540 minutes. Then it's Drake for 370, Nicki Minaj for 304, Miley Cyrus for 267, Morgan Wallen, Kevin Gates, Tyga, Kendrick Lamar, Lil Wayne, Migos, Khalid, Future, Justin Bieber, and Zach Bryan. I think it shows we need to go out more because those are at the bottom. The party playlists are at the bottom. So we need to go out more so that they are at Clearly. the top. My um, top five songs is Ho Hey from the Lumineers, which I didn't, I don't really think that's true, but okay. Um, and then the next four are Taylor Swift. That does not surprise me at all. Because I remember when her new album came out, all I remember is you pulling up to Ridgedale Mall I with her blaring. blaring. My top albums right now is Speak Now, Zach Bryan, Evermore, Scorpion, and 1989. So three of the five is Taylor Swift. <laughs> I and don't even that. get me started on the top 10, 15 because she's like 10 of them. I'm dead. Okay, there you go. Oh my gosh. And I'm looking at all mine now. I'm like, damn. So first one is Party Alone with the 1,241 minutes. Jesse Murphy's two. Kelsey Ballerini is three. Oh, she's a good one. She's a good one. Chelsea Cut. Cutler is four. I love her stuff. Love her stuff. I, I'm a big lyrics person. Mm -hmm. Like that's something that I'm like, I don't care. Like I want to be able to understand you and I want to feel it. So for me, I'm like, I tend to gravitate towards slower songs so I can actually like feel it unless I'm going out or like, yeah, I need like some prep music. See, I don't like to get into the sad sh or like into the lyrical shit. Obviously Taylor Swift is very yeah. lyrical. Same with Drake. He's actually very methodical with his lyrics, but they're like, I don't get sad with them. I don't know. Yeah. No, I get that. It's it's a different type of feeling. Yeah. It, for sure. Six is Tate McRae. Seven is NF. Eight is Mike. Nine is Morgan Wallen. Ten is Juice World. The Kid Leroy. Jeremy Juice. Zucker. Jack Harlow. You know what's funny is yeah. this whole thing, I actually would think ours would be opposite. Actually, facts. Yeah. <laughs> actually, facts. That's funny. My top song was Alone by Party Alone. I fucking love that song. Drunk in a Bathtub. Jesse Murph. Oh, you guys. Oh, we all need to start a GoFundMe for her therapy. Yeah, we do. Our therapy. <laughs> she needs a therapist. Party alone and drunk in the bathroom. I'm fucking dead. Leave that out. <laughs> Party alone. You drunk need, in a bathtub. No. Hey. All right. So we want to do, okay. So again, we've talked about at the beginning of this episode, we are going to start doing every other because um, we've explained time and stuff, but one of our weeks, we want to do what's called a bleep session. So where callers can call in and they have a certain amount of time and, and you can just rant almost. And it's anonymous. You just let loose on whatever you want to get out, bleep that shit out to somebody, anybody, whether you want advice. And you can maybe say like, I just need an ear to listen. Like, I'm just going to let this shit out and I'm hanging up. Perfect. There's some people that are going to be like, do you have advice for this? And we can maybe go in depth. But what we are wanting to do is at the end of every episode, we are just going to have our own little bleep session of things that we got to get off our chest, that this is a safe space to say whatever we need to say. Um, and you're in therapy with us. And you're in therapy with us. <gasps> but we wanted to start it now with just the two of us. One, because again, like it's easy to get shit off our chests. But then also... Um, we want to get you guys accustomed to what the future is going to hold in 2024 for bleep that out. Yeah. So what do you think? How many minutes do you need? <sighs> Honestly, not that many this, this week I feel pretty good. Um, if you would have asked me last week, if we were, if we filmed last week, I would have been like, shit's hitting the fan. Holy fucking shit. So let me know when I can start. 
Do you want two minutes? Two minutes is perfect. Okay. Ready? <sighs> yeah. Okay, go. Fuck this shit. I'm just kidding. Fuck all this no, shit. Honestly, after- She said last week was a good week. Oh, shit. Last I gotta week, be quiet. Last week, what, that's the hardest part is I want you to like chime in because it hypes me up. I need a hype woman. But I will say that I last week, coming back from Sweden on a Sunday and then going straight into a week, that was rough Bleak that shit out girl that was fucking rough and i honestly was not my best self all of last week like i just was kind of running honestly like with my head cut off i felt like there were so many things especially planning for the 12 days of christmas i was so fucking behind i didn't do any of the prep work that i really wanted to i had all these ideas for content i want to create that i didn't get to um just because i was also trying to figure out registering for boards and so many other moving pieces and then my husband's going to thailand for we have to book that today and so we were just talking about how long he'll be gone for what to do with our house like so many big things over the last week um that i just was like whoo I'm glad that it's all over. We figured it all out for the most part. Um, 12 Days of Christmas, I'm excited to still create some content for it. I'm going to go home and do that later. But I just feel like this time of year is overwhelming because my job in aesthetics is also really, really heavy this time of year. And a lot of needs for people this time of year, like we all have. But it's overwhelming when you're a giver and you're a people pleaser because you tend to put everyone's needs before your own. And sometimes your own psyche and your own demeanor changes, especially to like the people that you love and care about the most because they're the people that are around you the most. So I've worked on that this year of just like trying to not externalize it and push it onto other people, but really internalize it and change things that are affecting me for me, not putting it on other people. That's all I got. So how does that make you feel? You know, I'm glad you asked actually. I feel, I feel lighter. I feel lighter. Oh, good. Let's go shopping. <laughs> Let's go shopping. <laughs> Savina, you did good. You have 10 seconds left. Oh, Look shit. You. My hands are getting sweaty. I was getting nervous. Bleep that shit out. Bleep that shit out. How much time do you need? I feel like two minutes could be fine. I feel like, yeah, I feel like once you get started, you're like, oh, shit, especially if we're not talking together. I'm like, that's a lot of time. I was kind of getting nervous. I wouldn't hit it. All right. Are you ready? I don't know. What do you got to bleep out, girl? Tell me all you got to bleep out. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, so a couple things. So I had told you a couple months ago, I went and met with a psychiatrist to get on some, to change ADHD medications. Okay, so one of the problems with it was, I need ADHD medications, I have really bad ADHD. And he was like, we know this, but we can't put you on a stimulant just because your dad died from heart issues. We just don't know if it's genetic. And if it was, we don't want to put you on a stimulant that could kill you. So I'm like, okay, cool. Makes sense. So it took me forever to get into a cardiologist. So I get into the cardiologist, okay? This shit pisses me off beyond all belief and I'm spilling the fucking beans because I really don't care. Um, There's been some like family drama going on in the background because I don't publicize that shit. So I go to the cardiologist and they're like, what exactly did you die from? And I said, well, I don't know. And they said, okay, we need the autopsy report. I was like, okay, who the fuck has my autopsy report from my father? My stepmom. So since I ignored her question about Christmas shit, she is ignoring me about the autopsy report. So like that just pissed me off. And they're like, unfortunately, we can't sign off for your psychiatrist to give you a stimulant until we have the autopsy report to know exactly what the fuck's going on with your father. Because if it is genetic, you possibly might have it. Then to come to find out that I actually do have an irregular heartbeat that they are concerned about. So they're making me wear a monitor. I don't know if I told you that. I have to do a monitor for two to three months. They want me to wear this monitor as much as I possibly can. So then I'm sitting here in the chair and I'm sitting here like freaking the fuck out because one, I've just been told that. Two, they're like, everything else seems normal. But again, we need the heart monitor and we need to see the autopsy report. So of course, then I have to do some deep diving because my stepmother's not responding to me because I know it's a tit for tat type issue. She's like, well, if you ignore me about Christmas, then I'm going to ignore you about this. And I'm like, okay, fucking cool because it's an apple to oranges situation here. Really? So I reach out to the city of Denver 
and I am getting the autopsy report, but I had to go the extra mile to get it. So that just pisses me off in general. It's just so annoying that it's like somebody feels the need to hold a sense of control. And at the end of the day, I don't care if you don't fucking like me and you want me literally dead and you want to put a bullet in my face. That's totally fine. But I have the right to have my father's autopsy report. I am one of his children. And if one of my brothers would have asked, she would have given it with no fucking question. That is how bad it is. It pertains to your health. You need to know that. The timer went off. That was literally two full minutes and I didn't even mean to do that. That was. My other thing that is so annoying and this is on me. I have been to Old Navy twice in the last week. Twice. And I've spent a good amount of money. There was one where we went and are helping a single mom with her child and we went and bought all this shit for him. And I knew, I remembered at the checkout, I was like, ooh, I was just at Old Navy a couple weeks ago, like a month ago, and I had a $20 off. $20 is a lot of fucking money. Oh, that's a so shirt there. there. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't have that stupid ass $20 cash, Old Navy cash, whatever. So then I go back again the other day. I literally put it in my purse. So I put it in the brown purse instead of my black purse. I was there at Old Navy the other night to buy our pajamas. And again, I was missing the fucking $20. So I spent like $400 at Old Navy in the last two, in the last week. And I still have 20 fucking dollars to spend on a purchase of $50 or more. I don't need $50 worth of stuff until the uh, 12th of December. So what you're saying is we're going shopping. No, I don't need <laughs> anything from Old Navy. I just want to spend my $20. $20 is a lot though. It's a lot. It is. That would have been a full pajama set for well, one of the people on the party bus. Yeah, and you had to spend money to get the coupon. You guys. So you already know you spent money to give them the $20 that, coupon. Exactly. So it's like Old Navy is fucking scamming me and they don't even know it. It's really me scamming myself, but I'm blaming Old Navy because I can't blame myself. Facts. But I hate that. When you leave a coupon at home, it's like, damn it. So that's that. You're 20, you have $20 less in the pocket, but you know what? Looks like yeah. we've got to go spend 50 to get the 20 off. Well, I'm like, do I go return shit? And then literally, I've and done that was that. the other thing. The last two times that I've been wasn't a time to gain cash. So I've not only spent $400 with no reimbursement, like they're not giving me like future it's literally oh whatever so there's no points you're just like i'm just living i'm just living my best life i hate that bleep that shit out bleep that shit out yeah i had a lot to go on my chest <laughs> my know, heart rate is it okay this time of year is busy this time of year is really busy so your heart monitor then are you is it on 24 7 they're sending it to me they said other than showering um my juice man i'm literally in there and they like the he, they, he sent me through like all these tests mind you this guy is literally like sheldon he was so smart but also so just like nerdy to the point yeah it was actually kind of cool Raphael yeah. and I are in there like damn this motherfucker's kind of funny <laughs> he like he's like okay I'm sitting like this and he has the thing here and he was like ask he's naming all these like really big names to me and I'm like no like I was like uh-huh and he's like do any of those ring a bell I was like no and he's like has anybody ever said any of those to like in your prior history and I was like no and he's like I need you to lean forward right now He's like got this thing on me and then he like shoves me forward like uh. this. So I'm sitting here like this and he's like moving around the thing. And I'm like, Raphael's like, is everything okay? And he was like, yep, I just couldn't get a reading. And uh. I was like, okay. Cause apparently my heart sits lower than other people's too. <gasps> Fun fact. Didn't know that. Crazy. But then he was like, so Raphael's like, okay, so what were you naming all those big words for? And he was like, oh, I just wanted to know if there's anything that your dad might've passed from that you might've like <laughs> rang a bell for you. And I was like, Nope, but thanks for freaking me the fuck out, making me think that I have like 8 million different <laughs> medical needs and I, I actually need a heart transplant today. You're, you're not leaving the hospital. You are staying right here. Yeah, but he did tell me, he was like, you need to watch yourself with cardio for the next few weeks. Um, so then the very next fucking morning, we had gotten scammed into going to a workout I was going to say, I'm like, well, you should not have gone to that. No, I shouldn't have. And I was pissed. So then I'm like, okay, so we're doing the floor sets and then we get onto the Stairmaster and I'm not a Stairmaster's girly to begin with. I'm this not is going to be a really long episode. I'm so sorry. We guys. missed you guys. <laughs> it's been a while. 
And we have a lot to believe out here, okay? <laughs> so I'm on the Stairmaster. Mind you, it's a floor set, Stairmaster set, floor set, Stairmaster set. But they say it's sets of four, right? So technically it's one, two, three, four. Yeah. I was thinking it was the two was a one. So like the floor and the Stairmaster oh. is considered one round. Oh, heck no. So I had just gone through the first round. And in my head, I'm like, I have three more of this. I'm literally going to die. I started getting really lightheaded. And then I started feeling like I was going to throw up. Then my heart rate was just like pounding. So I was like, oh my God, I literally was told not to do cardio. Here I am signed up for this fucking class. I was so mad. So I literally run out of the room. I go out to just like catch my breath. I literally feel like I'm about to pass out. So I sit down on the bench and I like lay down. The girl from the front comes up and she's like, are you okay? I was like, I'm good. (sighs) And then I hear on the speaker, they're like, all right, guys, we're halfway done. Like we're almost there. And I look at the clock and I was like, oh, it makes sense. It's one, two, three, four, not one, two two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I could think, I could see how you thought that though. I, yeah. I hate the Stairmaster. So anything with a Stairmaster, I'm like, no, put me on a treadmill. Yeah. Not a Stairmaster. So it was funny because Raphael's like, are you okay? And you tell me this all the time. You're like, you just get in your head and like you psych yourself out. And I was like, that's exactly what I did is I psyched myself out. I thought I had way more up and coming my heart rate. And I just left the cardiologist being told I have an irregular heartbeat. And I could die. And I'm saying, you should like, do cardio. You're doing cardio. <laughs> and yes. And I'm sitting here like motherfuckers. So yeah, what a time to be alive. There was it. Leave all that shit <gasps> out. Dead. Leave that out. Anything else? Honestly, I feel really, how do you feel? Like I should probably put on my heart pace monitor <laughs> because it's really fucking high right now. You're like, actually not great. I think, I think I can't, I can't find it. I can't find a reading. <laughs> yeah, it's beaten. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all we need. It's beaten. So, all right. Well, we love you guys so much. We'll see you in two weeks. Yes. Love y'all so much. Um, and I am really excited for 2024. I know we're kind of sad to not be doing this every single week, but again, until we get it to a point, that is something we, we tell you guys all the time, making sure you're downloading each and every episode, engaging on human twos, eventually believe that out. We'll get its own Instagram page and all that fun stuff. But for right now it's all on human two and it, to support us in the best ways that we can ask you guys to is to, again, make sure it's downloaded and then engage as much as possible, not only on our personals, but also on human twos page. So we are excited for the future for 2024. We want to start doing things monthly on a monthly basis, but we also need to make sure that we can, we can. Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you in two weeks right before Christmas, right before Christmas and right before you start your 12 days. Right after. Right after. Next Christmas, I gave you my heart.